0: And good morning, welcome to your Friday, and welcome to Things You Might Have Heard for Friday, the February 24th edition, 2023, here on the internet. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, bringing you your news as your news side piece, taking you on a journey of things that may or may not be in the realm of real news. Well, it's real news. May may or may not be in the realm of the mainstream news that things are being picked up. Some of these stories are pretty important, but there's a lot of other things going on that are getting in the way of them being reported in a sort of a swath way. And so we give you a lot of big news from bigger places and some small news from small places to give you that conversational news, if you will, uh, as your news side piece. We don't claim to be CNN, MSNBC or Fox News, but we supplement what we can. Now, what we will let you know is that you do pick the stories. You actually do most of the work for this. We put out news stories on our feeds every 50 minutes and you engage them and make them happen. We'll explain that at around the 12 minute mark, 13 minute mark after we go through all the headlines. So let's get to the headlines. Now, as I say, eight stories, including in the teaser graphic for Alex Murdoch. We're starting off with him, of course. Uh, To get into the day today. Now, uh, if you want to know more about the Conversation Project, just stop by our website. This is conversationproject.com for more details. We'll do more about what we do there as well, as well in quite a bit. So let's get to story number one, which is a big one. On stand, Alex Murdoch um, denies killing but admits lying. A lot of things said during the uh, trial. Uh, for Mr. Murdoch. Uh, number one, he admitted to, uh, well, he admitted to lying on some things, but falsifying where he was and things going on. But what he made sure to say was true, at least in his eyes, was that he did not kill his wife. Uh, 52-year-old Maggie or his son, 20 year old Paul, uh, saying he would never intentionally do anything to harm them, uh, but the prosecutors painted Murdoch as a liar. So of course, he stole money from clients, and of course, the whole point of this trial, not other trials, this trial particularly, is that he actually did kill his wife and his son. Uh, there have been a lot of weird shenanigans in this whole trial, but uh, what we're seeing right here, a lot of tears, a lot of crying, a lot of looking just rot in the process, Um, In fact, a lot of the pictures, I was trying to find a good picture to put into the teaser graphic. A lot of them were not nose-crying pictures because they told a lot of the story. But the question is, is Alec and Redog actually telling a story? That is what we'll have to contend with uh, as the trial continues. Second story, morning. R. Kelly avoids lengthy add-on to 30-year prison sentence. And this may be a mistake where I've added on to something else, but uh, this is something we're going to re-repeat again because it's a pretty big deal. R. Kelly is, yes, in jail right now serving a bunch of other things. But what happened was a federal judge in Chicago uh, sentenced R. Kelly to 20 years in prison for child sex convictions that happened. Uh, But other trials, other charges, other things are put up. And instead of getting another 20-year sentence, Uh, A judge gave him a a one-year add-on instead of the big one to keep him from probably not being in prison for another 30 years on top of whatever. He is still very much convicted of bad things. He still did very bad things. We are still not playing his music and loving the R. Kelly stuff and and getting into Space Jam at the moment, although that could change. But uh, we are seeing that the pile-on in this case for R. Kelly and his charges is not going to happen for good or for ill. Let's talk about Alec Baldwin, who is not allowed to drink alcohol or own a gun after his guilty plea for the is not guilty plea, I should say, for the rush shooting. He pleaded not guilty uh, to the shooting of cinematographer Halen Hutchins and will no longer need to appear in court. That's what's going to happen. So they can wait for things to, to the trial to roll on. You go back to working on the movie that he's trying to do. But as a terms of his non guilty plea, um, no alcohol and no gun ownership now using guns at work for a movie. That's cool. Sort of gray area there, but he cannot personally own any firearms at this time. I wonder how people get away with stuff. Oh, by the way, Let's talk about Harvey Weinstein, who actually got an extra 16 years on another rape conviction that added on to his jail sentence. Yes, Harvey Weinstein is in jail for uh, quite a bit of things. And he got another trial where he found himself another 16 years. This one basically means he is not coming out at any time soon. He's got enough enough sentences uh, with enough time on them and enough uh, regulations on them that if he got cleared of one, he goes to the next one. He got cleared the other. He goes to the next one. This one essentially means he's not going anywhere for his life. He's staying in prison for life. Next story. We now have a name. Now, now this is something that I got a lot of comments about yesterday as we did the story about the Spectrum 19, a Spectrum 13 reporter who was shot uh, reporting on the previous day's homicide and how, you know, well, what's his name? Ironically enough, there were no um, they did not release his name in all the national reports. I watched the report on two different channels on the news. And while I was preparing for this and the reports did not give his name nor the name of the uh, other uh, person who had been killed or the name of basically anyone, the the mother who was shot, the daughter who was killed and the cameraman at the time, Uh, basically, essentially about 10 minutes after we finished the report. Uh, They started releasing the names. The the family released the name first, and then he started reporting the name in the news reports. His name is... Dylan Lyons, twenty-four years old. He actually um, grew up in like the Detroit area, so it's one of those things where all of a sudden you get uh, your local, familiar connections to this thing. But uh, the twenty-one-year-old journalist who died in Orlando on yesterday, on Wednesday, I should say uh, his name is Dylan Lyons. So now you know his name and go follow his story. Follow the link uh, in the, the description so you can see uh, more about the life of Mister Lyons and how. People just sort of loved him. He was loving doing what he was do, doing. Twenty-four years old, so he was obviously in the beginning of a career in in broadcasting and journalism, and he was loving life and just doing his job. When tragedy happened, the robot editor had issues with the editing of this story. But oddly enough, this is one we've covered two or three times, and oddly enough. The robot editor has issues with this one, but um, the Adderall shortage is continuing and users are having issues with why and what to do with it, because nobody can really tell why the shortage of Adderall or ADHD medicine in particular. Now, we do know is more people have been diagnosed with things like ADHD and with needing issues for drugs like this. So there is a bigger need. So there's that. But what we're finding out or what we're seeing anecdotally in this lifetime is the fact that a lot of people were just more or less skipping their meds in general. So for a long swath of time rolling up into the pandemic, there are people who were just not taking their meds, which is kind of kind of a thing. Then the pandemic happened and there were people who sort of did not take their meds because of pandemic stuff. And then in the process, a lot of the stresses of coming out of pandemic, more people were all of a sudden diagnosed uh, with ADHD, ADD, things like that to need drugs like Adderall. And so now Adderall itself is at a shortage. And there is really is not no reason. There's not um there, there, there for, for a while there's actually even a, a a reason where there was a a lack of the materials to make Adderall. That's all been fixed. Supply chain is not the issue. Uh, more people may be taking it. So it's less out there, uh, but it doesn't seem like it should be that problem to be be able to trace it. In fact, Adderall is one of the cheapest drugs to make. It's not something they're making a lot of money off of. So it's not like there's a, that you can make an artificial shortage will make a difference. In fact, artificial shortage, as you can see, makes it worse because less people have it. And that artificial, um, You know, overproducing of it uh, may make a demand for it that may not exist because you want to get off the shelves, but it's not making very much money in the meantime. So people are literally not taking their meds and it's becoming an issue for all of us. People who do suffer from ADHD and the people who have to live and work with them as they are trying to struggle to maintain their their mental health, which, understandably, is an issue. Eric bien Eric bien Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy is now introduced as the Commanders' as the Washington Football Team's offensive coordinator. Why is Eric Bieniemy a offensive coordinator for the Commanders more or less? He spent the last um like 10 years working under Andy Reid in Kansas City. And while he is believed to be a genius in his job, it is also believed that because he worked under Andy Reid people are a bit suspect of his ability to do a head coaching job. Now, they'll take in all sorts of people, all sorts of losers and give them a chance to um, flame out pretty quickly, but not a guy who's proven to do good work and he's proven it under a person who does good work, which is, should be a good resume builder. Not that Ron Rivera is a bad guy, but um, he's going to do this more or less as a favor. He, the, the commanders need a little help, so sort of, they're bringing in a coordinator genius like Eric Bieniemy, and if he can turn things around, they're at at Washington, that might be the thing that will give enemy a chance to get a head coaching job because he can prove that he's doing the thing. Now, back in Kansas City, Andy Reid calls the calls. He basically is the man in charge. His coordinators sort of run things up, but he makes the decisions here. In a newer coaching style, if you will, Uh, Ron Rivera doesn't necessarily call all the calls. He makes the big decisions and makes the big ideas, but the calls can be are done by the coordinators who are actually running things day by day. So if as a coordinator, Eric Benjamin can call some big plays with commanders and they can do some damage this year, this might be the look he gets to be a head coach when a new job opens up. We are hoping for good things for DC because of this hoping good things for Eric to be enemy people who follow the behind the scenes of football love this guy and want this guy to do great and we want to make sure that the reasons behind him not getting this job are substantial and not you know the that thing and if you're watching you're not watching the video but that thing is the color thing just want to make sure you understand what we're doing. And Aussie media, this is a story that means a lot to me, maybe not a lot to you guys out there, but this is a story that means a lot in the background of media as it is itself. If you, As you're watching or listening to this news report thing, uh, the Aussie media co-founder Carlos Watson arrested on fraud charges. Oz or Carlos Watson, who founded Ozzy Media as a new form of media, new media thing. There's so many of them out there. It's 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 hard to keep up with them. But Ozzy Media came on at a it was a flash. It pulled in a lot of big names, a lot of big interviews, a lot of big stories and a lo- doing a lot of different things, uh, newsletters and exo exposes and things like that all over the place. Ozzy was everywhere quick. And so it seemed like it was really, really big. Eyes was able to pull in some pretty big names to be commentators and come into things, including uh, Katie, um, Katie Kay had left her job, uh, her previous job and was leaving MSNBC and all her other things to come to Ozzy to work for Ozzy Media and Carlos Watson. And then she went back to MSNBC and her other jobs. And then things sort of got weird. And then we found out that Carlos Watson had a shell game going on. A lot of money coming in, running this, uh, quote, as a criminal organization, essentially um, uh, paying down people to get things done. And not paying people who were doing other things. It turned into a big kerfuffle. It went into default. Uh, and now Carlos Watson is being arrested for fraud franchises. Carlos Watson was a, I would say, I mean, he was a pretty prominent early on in his career, uh, a journalist working big time for some places. CNN was where he basically got his bigger shot, where he's mostly known for face being out there and uh, making deals and working in the background to create what should have been a new sort of media company. Uh, they did bit sort of submitted everything, and they did it all illegally. We will see how this plays out. This is one that, like I say, means a lot to me. As I, you are watching, listening to, uh, attached to a media company, as it is nowhere near the size of Ozzy, nor near the size of any other major platform. But you know, we we have we have high hopes. We have dreams. We want to get there. We want to do something with this. We want to move this out of a bedroom office into a real studio at some point in time and have more connections and do more things with this thing. And so because of that, one guy can make it all look bad for everybody. One guy, even if he had credentials and even if you had, um, you know, a lot of contacts can make it all look bad for anybody. So anytime you see anytime a small time person who grows to a point and then explodes, you know, there is a the dream of the next person doing better, but there also means watching that guy implode, explode, whatever means there's a lot less eyeballs on the next guy who was right coming up there to get that shot. So much like Eric B although trust me, I'm not a journalistic genius. I'm looking for my shot and I want to make sure that other people don't mess it up for me, if you will. This is our teaser story for the weekend. If you want to talk about this story on um, on Monday. You have to get engaged with it. Go to our website, go to our feeds, and follow what stories you have come out there. The feeds are on Facebook and Twitter, Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project, and Twitter.com slash th underscore conversation, where you can like, love, hate, share, and engage in the story. Uh, we're going to do 10 stories on Monday, pulling from the top 30 stories of the full weekend. So we got a lot of stories to do. You tell me if this is a good one. Marion Williamson confirms she will run for president in 2024. Yes, that's Steve Bannon in the picture. He was running a video. And so I couldn't clip the, the image with her in there. But uh, Mary Williamson, the gift that gives us all joy, is going to run for president again in 2024. Now, of course, that actually caused actual chaos for people wanting to vote for president. But the, for the campaign stuff, oh, it's going to get really, really, really fun. And just think about it. A debate between Williamson and Trump. As bonkers as that sounds, as you know, signing for the apocalypse as it sounds, it could happen. Will we talk about this on Monday? You let me know by going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and talking about it. As you said, Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash th and short conversation. Not just a story, but stories every 50 minutes on the feeds you engage in for us to have a chance to chat them up. It is all on you. Let's talk about our top sponsor for the day which is fundrise. Go to this it's the slash fundrise and you can get in on a new way of investing in real estate that causes you to maybe make some money but will definitely be a lot of less stress on your back, and your knees and maybe your arms for swinging things cuz you don't have to go out there and flip houses. You put money into funds that manage housing projects for you they manage single family home uh, rentals they manage um, industrial uh, rentals they manage real real estate they manage just wide out spell selling out commercial land you can join in various funds and they can take care of the work people who actually know what they're doing will take care of it and the cool thing about it is they let you know it reports all the time join right now with our affiliate link and you can get in for 30 days with no fees now they take a small fee out of what you put into it to to basically run the fund uh, you can get in with no fees for 30 days and you can get extra shares on the fly right there. Check it out at this is the conversation com slash fundrise. This is the conversation com slash fundrise. Investments are a thing that are kind of volatile right now. And yes, you could lose money in this um, funds because you can always lose money in any sort of investment. I s- uh, tested all 2022, lost no money in fundrise started off on a low end this this year so it's got to grow back but in 2022 I've been a fundrise investor for the entire year and lost no money. At some points it wasn't very great gains but lost no money with fundrise they'll take good care of you as the market corrects itself and moves forward. Let's talk about the conversation project very quickly. We are homed at this is a conversationproject.com where you can find more things about the things you might have heard, podcasts and video cast plus. Other podcasts, other forms of uh, media to allow you into the conversation, allow you to know what other people are talking about and talk about it themselves. We're going to take it. We're running really quick today. So we're going to take that win and just let you go to the website, Learn more about us if you deem that worthy. Also, I want to say this since we're early on time. Check out our sponsors page for more sponsors and check out our partnerships link for ways you can partner up with us for grand things to do in the future. It's all at this Conversationproject.com. Today things start off with the fun stuff on today. And that's birthdays for, for February 24th, 2023. It's James, Edward James almost turning 76 years old on the day. Deborah Joe Rupp at 72, because we have a lot of older folks in there. And Daniel Kaluya, 34. Edward James Almost, of course, famous from all the way back in the, the Blade Runner movies and the or the original Blade Runner movie, I should say. Also Miami Vice, uh, Battlestar Galactica. Deborah Joe Rupp is getting a lot of love again. Now she's back on the 90s show, did the 70s show back, you know, 20 years ago. And of course, uh Chris from from um f- from um from Get Out, of course. We're going to call him Christian Get Out forever because he's Christian Get Out. Daniel Kalula, who's doing all these movies, all these really weird horror-type movies, just doing the Jordan Peele thing, um, loving it up at 34 years old today. He is a British. He plays a lot of English, uh, people that speak uh, uh, American English-type type, type um, roles, and it's it's weird. Um, they're doing that, him and um, Idris, just taking all the roles. And, you know, if they, they, they just do what they can do them british also birthdays real quick phil knight is 85 years old today for the nike co-founder barry boswick turning 78 and um news commentator paul is is 67 years old money mayweather floyd mayweather is 46 years old as well today is tartar sauce day, which goes well with today because today is also friday fish friday any Friday is essentially fish Friday, but today it popped up in the list as that. So we went with tartar sauce day because it goes great with fish. If you're not down with the fish or the tartar sauce on your fish, sauce or tortilla chip day, trading card day, and world bartender day. Don't want to push anybody towards anything particular, but um, tip your world bartenders today, I guess. We want to gild the bigger history today going all the way back to this day last year, Russia invaded Ukraine. Very simple, very big, because it's pretty much a very simple line. Today is the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, of the Ukrainian war, the Russian conflict, whatever you're going to call it. It is a war. It is a conflict. It's not a little thing. But Russia thought they'd be done in a couple days. Russia sent their troops in uh, with their dress uniforms packed up in their tanks because they were pretty sure the Ukrainians were just going to just kind of literally roll over and say, thank you, Russia. That hasn't happened. If you've been watching this thing for a while, you know this thing is more than just a thing. This thing is a movement. It brought together many nations around the world for a while because it gave them a reason to fight against Russia without fighting. And then it turns into an issue where you have to actually give stuff to fight against Russia without fighting. And and that's where the thing gets weird. We're going to see how things rolls out. Some people believe this will be done with some sort of diplomatic um, ending. Russia can claim victory for something you know odd because and, and people will cheer uh Putin for that, and the Ukrainians can be left alone. Maybe we will see how this plays out. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard you've heard the song by the Doobie Brothers that music is the doctor that can make you feel like you want to. Well, research now says that music is a drug, published study. From McGill University. It's looking into exactly what is going on when music hits you, though. So there's still some work to be said on why music is such a, a force on you, in you, in your, you physically and mentally. They found that songs, even sad songs, can be pleasurable. So there you go, releasing the same chemical, prolactin, that mothers produce during breastfeeding. So that may be a little TMI on that end, but music itself does have a way of producing a chemical that makes you feel good um the whole um, mother's breastfeeding thing that's a whole nother story we are not going into today but today this friday we're wrapping this thing up for things you might have heard for today thank you so much for being a part of the show on this friday hopefully you enjoyed uh the offerings we had this week it's been a weird week it's been sort of a not so great week i've been ill the voice has not been uh all that strong and um some of the news stories have been you know some days they were kind of lacking where it was just like you know we're talking about sharing a boyfriend and some days today it's like it's literally like a a a crime a crime blotter and some days my, my mouth doesn't work so well uh but thank you so much for being a part of the show thank you for being here uh we talk about what we need to keep things going what we really definitely need is you to share this uh media however you're getting this one either the video the live stream the replay or the podcast with other people we need numbers we need people listed up we need people on the get so we have more numbers on here we can do more of the push from sponsors and other folks to do things as well if you think we're doing great work everyone's got the patreon things going today we're using um um buy me a coffee to to use our for our partnership thing but Go to our partnership link, go to buymeacoffee.com slash Payne buy a couple coffees, become a monthly subscriber. Help us keep things going on here so we can keep things going. It's a lot of work to make this thing happen. And there are a lot of people who are, you know, giving us positive feedback from getting some news from some place. Uh, but it does take a little effort and other things do sort of fight the effort. So if you want to help fight back all those things, fight the power that be keeping us getting news done, go to our partnerships page. Uh, go to buymeacoffee.com slash jclevenpain. That's another straight link to that. There's other little ways to partner up as well. Reach out to me. We will chat those things up as well. I to remind you, stay hydrated, stay focused, stay on task for all the grand things you are here to do so you can do them. And since it's Friday, let's go ahead and just one more time remind you that if things aren't going so well, you can reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It is at 899 on your cell phone you can call it you can text it you can go to 98 i'm sorry 988 let me say it properly so you get it right 988 on your cell phone you can go to 988lifeline.org uh, online to visit online and chat there 24 hours a day english and spanish someone will be there to help you through what's going on and what's going on right now well we're posting news stories as we are right now. So go ahead and start checking them out. If you enjoy them, engage in them and we'll figure out which ones we'll talk about come Monday morning. As of that, we're done. We'll see you come Monday morning.